So you're listening to Lit in Leeds, a special programme about a review that's been commissioned by Leeds City Council of literature and the literature ecology of Leeds and the city of Leeds. And we're going to be talking to Pam Johnson, who is head of culture programmes in Leeds, and also Claire Malcolm, chief executive of New Writing North. Um, Claire, hello. Hello, Peter. Are you all right? I'm fine, thanks. And Pam, hello. Hello there. Great to have you uh, both here on the programme and talking about this fascinating thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, so really, uh, first of all, Pam, if you could possibly just introduce yourself and what you do and also, uh, yeah, why you commissioned, what it is that's been commissioned and why you commissioned it. Of course. So um, as, as you've introduced, I'm Pam Johnson, Head of Culture Programmes for Leeds City Council um, and in many ways, I guess you could see us as the, the culture development um, arm of, of our um, very broad culture service. Um, the city, I think, um, it, it could be said that Leeds is, is predominantly known for its performing arts. Um, you know, it's, it's um, home to um, a large opera company, a ballet company, to theatre. Um, and the knowledge really about performing, performing arts really in Leeds I think is, is is pretty strong and it's well known and it's very well rooted in the city um, and much celebrated. Um, but of course, there are other industries and and other growing industries and other practitioners, um, really, um, that you know across the city that also I think deserves deserve profile um, and deserve at very least I think some understanding of of how they work, where they are, and really what they do. Um, so we were um, we have been in conversation with the poet laureate Simon Armitage about his ambition to um, establish to create a national centre for poetry here in Leeds. Um, a really fantastic um, ambition and uh, something that would I think enrich the creative ecology in our city. And we've been supporting the the journey of this work for the last I think at least two years. Um, but then when we stop and, and think, um, we we don't, and I speak quite broadly, I'd say we as council don't really understand really what the writing ecology is in the city. And so though we know that, that a national poetry centre would be a, an amazing beacon to have here, we also wanted to understand what this would mean for people locally and, and regionally. And so we talked about um, commissioning a uh, uh, little bit of a deep dive, if you like, into the writing ecology in Leeds. And we approached New Writing North um, as, as a well-known, established and much respected um, agency for the development of the writing sector. Um, and we asked if they would undertake this piece of work for us um, that would help to give us that understanding of the breadth and the, the diversity and the richness of the writing ecology really in Leeds. Um, now, what I should say is I think what's been returned is a really fantastic insight and a much needed insight to you know who and where this industry this part of our industry is um, and I would hope that this is really the beginning of a journey for us to to continue to learn about um, not just who the writing sector is but also the role that it plays in a in a really rich and vibrant creative ecology for the city. So, Pam, has anything like this been commissioned by Lee City Council before? Now, I have to be careful here. So I've um, I've only been with the council for four and a half years. So um, 
I, if I say never, I could, that would actually translate as never in my lifetime or in my awareness. Mm. Um, so it's, it's, it's our first step into um, this opportunity of, of understanding the, the, the sector, I think, more broadly. Actually, in it, it it's, um, it's a little bit of a test case. We're trialling whether we can do deep dives into areas of the creative industries or the creative economy. Um, that that we don't already know. So, so far as I'm aware, and within my lifetime at Leeds City Council, I'm not aware of this work ever being undertaken before. Thanks, Pam. We'll come back to you, but to go to she you. She says Claire. carefully. <laughs> yes, quite right. You have to be. Um, <laughs> come to you, Claire. Claire Malcolm. Um, yes, tell us about. First of all, could you tell us about New Writing North? Of course. Um, New Writing North was set up, I think, about 27 years ago um, now, and we operate out of Newcastle, working right across the north of England. And in our DNA really is kind of writer development, talent development. But we also work across quite a wide portfolio now of work with young people and communities, festival and events, and work with a lot of um, commercial partners, broadcasters and publishers um, as part of those talent programmes and work. Um, so quite a broad church. So um, we know quite a bit about writing and literature in terms of how it usually works and um, what places or, or cities need to have a good kind of infrastructure. Um, but coming to look, being invited to look at Leeds in great detail um, was a really interesting proposition. It's not something we've done before. And Leeds isn't a place where New Writing North has deep roots, although weirdly, personally, I have deeper roots. Years ago, I used to work at the West Yorkshire Playhouse. So I had a feel for Leeds and um, possibly more of a feel for its performing arts infrastructure, as Pam has noted, it's very well known and well resourced for that. So it was a real treat to come and be asked to look at literature and the ecology for writing and literature and how that works in a city and huge plaudits for Leeds. I mean, when we first got this call, I was like, how amazing that a city council cares enough about literature to want to understand how it works, to look at how it could be invested and supported in, because I've never come across that before. So if I could give out gold stars, uh, Pam and her team would be getting one at Leeds City Council. Well, that's answered something. Uh, a question for me, which is how often a city cities do commission these reports? You're shaking your head, Claire. You don't think it's normal at all? No, not normal at all. And I think it's interesting as well, because in terms of Arts Council provision, who obviously most of us rely on um, for core funding and who are really are a very essential part of arts funding for everyone in the UK, over the last, I would say, maybe 10 years, they've moved away from what they used to call art form plans. So they used to centrally um, publish and think about kind of strategies for different art forms, which were always very interesting because they would highlight different needs, like we really need to look at independent publishing or really need to look at writing in schools. Um, and it's been a long time since anything like that has been around nationally or regionally. So it's kind of it is interesting and it leaves a bit of space for cities, region, place based approaches, I think, for looking at how specific art forms can be developed. But I think the interesting thing about writing is that it cuts through so, so many other art forms. So, you know, we looked in this review at everything from poetry and grassroots community writing to screen 
we didn't look so much at new media, but of course, writing is there in a lot of that um, groundbreaking work as well. So I think although writing and literature is really profoundly important, it's often not really understood in terms of where the connections are and and how influential it can be in a place and how powerful. Before, Claire, the obvious question, which is, what did you find? I mean, I, I have to say that I was, you, I, you, you, we had a, an appointment in, in a cafe. You asked me some questions. It was really nice to be asked some questions about the work that we do at Chapel FM and, um, you know, that we've been doing for a long time. It was just very kind of affirming to have actually somebody ask some questions, some good, interested um perceptive questions about what we do and to be able to and have the opportunity to talk about it so again thanks Pam for, <laughs> for commissioning the report and before we come to you Claire and to, to talk about the process that you undertook and also what you found Pam were you were you happy I mean it is in, in what in what's in what you've received oh um we're, we're over the moon I think to to have this this outline and some and, and some some depth to really just what the 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 you know what the industry is and what it really means to the city. It. I remember um, we um, undertook a survey during the pandemic to understand um, the impact that the pandemic was having on the creative sector more broadly. And I was absolutely struck. We got we got a really strong response really from the city, but I was struck by um, the number of independent artists and practitioners and, and, um, and the like that really responded to that, which um, highlighted, I think, just what we don't know about, about really what's in the city. And so any um, lens or spotlight that we can bring to, um, I think, celebrating and recognising the practice of individuals alongside the practice of organisations, then I say, then then let's let's do more of that. Um, the report, I think, um, confirmed a few things that we that we um, thought that we we imagined, um, but didn't really know. So it was really good to kind of just have um, you know have confirmation confirmation that that, that for example, um, the breadth of, of, of engagement by our universities. Um, really, in you know, in this industry and the roles that that they play, I think it's 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 set us on a path. It's created numerous paths for us. I think to to go down and explore. And I would hope then that the, the report is the beginning to um, to strengthening or broadening or deepening. I think the the actual and potential partnerships we could have with the sector more broadly. So it's it's opened a door for us. And I'll and I'll. Um, I'll I'll be absolutely open and honest with you. It's it there's there's an element of daunting about it, um, but but there's also an element of responsibility um, that it highlights. That um, though I'm really pleased that um, that I that I had this support from the council to commission this this report. In fact, there was no hesitation really about that. Um, it does highlight to us, and, and particularly in the particular this, this current um, economic climate, that um, a local authority alone should not be leading um, the the way in terms of future development. And so, it's opening up that question about how do we work with our industry going forward to to respond to, I think you know some of the recommendations and the learning 
that's really come through this commission. So it's it's a learning journey for us, but it's a but but we go in, go into it quite sure footed that that there is absolutely a forward direction of travel for for um, the relationship between Leeds City Council, um, our partners, and the the writing industry really in the city. Are you able, Claire, to share some of the findings or is it something that we have to do to, to access? And I'll ask you how we access this in a little while. But are you able to summarise at all? I can talk you through some of the key points. I mean, just to follow on from what Pam was saying, I think daunting is possibly I understand why um, you might feel like that, because I think there is a huge amount of potential in what is already there and happening in the city. And. I totally agree with Pam that it's not just the city's job to work some of this stuff out um, because literature has always been an art form that comes from writers and comes from enthusiasts and um, and has, you know, kind of support in lots of different areas. And I think the trick going forward is probably to work out where some of those really great partnerships and possibilities lie so that partners can be brought together to make things happen. So in terms of what we've found, I mean, we talked to um, lots of writers and we did a survey for writers as well to kind of look at uh, the needs for writers in, in this whole picture. We talked to lots of organisations, venues, libraries, publishers, um, and some people who were kind of doing projects around periphery. So one of the things I loved about working on the project is that we, as we met people, we would say, and who else do you think are doing interesting things? So we got lots of really great leads onto smaller projects um, that were happening or things that maybe have been a bit dormant for a while. I think one of the things we recognised doing this piece of work was that COVID and coming out of that period when so much had changed and lots of things have been difficult or harder had probably had quite a big impact on literature in the city because the networks were quite informal and often quite fragile. So one of the things we encountered quite early on was the feeling that people hadn't talked to each other for a while or, or they were watching things happen but not engaged in a way that they might have been a few years ago. So I think COVID slightly broke down some of the connections that had been possibly better functioning before so we tried to keep that in mind because we're still in you know culture still in a kind of recovery uh in many ways from the impact of covid but things we found so a lot of brilliant people really brilliant committed people doing excellent things often with not enough support um lots of projects and initiatives held together by committed groups of people beavering away often for no or very little money um, to make quite extraordinary things happen and to make quite big things happen. And so one of my um, feelings was Leeds is a city that's getting activity and can benefit from activity, but it's not investing or not, when I say it, nobody is investing properly in some of the infrastructure, which makes it a bit wobbly. And one of the things that happens then is that people leave the sector or they can't sustain a job, or they can't work out how to make a job out of the thing they love doing. Um, and that leads to an issue around succession. So somebody we interviewed talked about the need for role models or the need for kind of next generation. How, how are younger people or newer people coming into this sector going to learn how to do some of this stuff? 
because um, people have disappeared or there aren't the kind of structures to enable people to move through it. So there were issues there around succession, but also around workforce development. So one of the really exciting things about Leeds is the growth in kind of workforce and organisations that is happening in the city. Um, with British Library North coming and establishing a team already in the city and Book Trust choosing Leeds as its national headquarters and employing local people to build that team and with the National Centre for Poetry coming. So that's three really quite substantial literature developments for any city to have. Um, for Leeds to have all three, and I'm sure more will follow, um, does lead you to wonder about kind of workforce development and how um, partners might be investing in training people up or developing people so that they can run these amazing spaces. So all those skills around how you develop audiences, how you engage communities with writing, they can be quite specialist and the literature sector as a whole nationally and in the north isn't that big. So finding people with those skills, I think, is something I would be thinking about if I was a partner in the city, um, because that will create fantastic jobs as well, which I'm sure lots of people would, of course, love to have. Um, so alongside that, some of the other findings we found was that um, access to commercial industry around publishing was low in Leeds and slightly lower than in other parts of the north. And that that, that was an issue for writers, but I think it also impacts a little bit on festivals and events programs and how people can engage to you know make more happen in that way um lots of people talked about and i think this is a natural kind of reaction the idea that there wasn't a central point for literature there was no hub or a place you could go for information uh, we talked a lot a lot to different people about mailing lists and how people were building audiences and and i think there is a challenge for the city um, and one that would be great to think about solving about how audiences can be built for all the for literature as a whole across the city and whether or not some interesting co-working could happen there. It's often that kind of stuff is often a challenge for literature in whatever uh, place you're looking at. But um, with so much going on in Leeds, it feels quite key to me. Mm. Um, space, again, people were interested in flexible space and some of the organisations and some of the libraries we talked to had developments happening that suggested that there might be possibilities um, for some of that stuff to be looked at as well. Um, and then festivals, we felt that um, both the festivals we talked to in Leeds in terms of Leeds Lit Fest and the Poetry Festival were both brilliant, but they were both massively under-resourced um, for a variety of complicated reasons um, and different for both of them. Um, but I think a city that wants to have um, a good profile for literature needs a good festival. Um, so again, we felt that there, more could happen in that space or that the people working in that space could be better supported. I think they were the main the main things. I mean, across some of those things, you know, we were interested in looking at the relationships between um, smaller and grassroots organisations and what that might mean with the development of bigger organisations coming. Um, we were really interested in uh, libraries. Libraries are a real strength for Leeds, both kind of public, private and university libraries and some great work happening between those partners to look at how libraries can work together in the city, which is a really brilliant thing to be happening, quite an original thing to be happening. Um, so yes, there's there's so much to play for, and there is so much brilliant stuff happening already. 
Um, but I think the focus we felt needed to be on coordination, working together in new ways, collaboration, and that hopefully that could help uh, contribute to the, you know, the ongoing tricky issue of where the resources come from for all this, all this kind of work, which is a challenge everywhere at the moment. Well, thank you, Claire. Thanks, Dan. It must have been hard to summarise such a, a huge piece of work, but I think you've done that very well. Uh, just only what's the appetite for actually seeing the uh, seeing the document. So we've been joined by Fiona Gale, who has a, a, a deep roots in terms of literature in the city. Fiona, perhaps you could just introduce yourself in terms of your background in terms of literature in Leeds. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, everybody. Um, I'm Fiona Gale. I, uh, I run the Leeds Big Book End Festival, the Northern Short Story Festival, which has which both been going upwards of five years, and the Leeds Big Book End for 10 in the city. Um, I do it all voluntarily. There's no, you know, I don't get paid for any of it. It's just done out of a passion for literature uh, and trying to help and develop um, writers and, you know, give them a platform to um, showcase their work and feel supported and you know like uh, as Claire was saying earlier that you, you don't want to leave your city because you have it there why why would you go elsewhere so it's it's always been really important to me especially the local scene um you know nationally there are lots and lots of lit fests and you see the big names going around and everything but really my passion is for local writers and I you know how important they are to to the city for in, in terms of culture and um, the economy, really. I think it's massively underdeveloped. Um, and then sort of five years ago, a group of partners got together and Chapel FM is one, Leeds Libraries is another. Um, and we we started Leeds Lit Fest. Uh, and um, so I'm a partner, founder partner of Leeds Lit Fest as well. And everything I've done in the last 10 years has basically been working towards establishing a lit fest and um, a framework uh, of sort of aspiration for young writers in the city uh, and well, writers of any age actually it's not just young writers just people who want to write and readers um, you know we're very well supported by libraries as you know as has already been uh, spoken about um, but you know we can always do more and actually the exciting part for me is linking everything together um, because that has been a massive issue and I think um, the uh, report, um, has definitely highlighted that from what I can understand from the conversations that we're just having now. So I welcome, I do welcome it, absolutely welcome it. Um, and, you know, uh, I'll be really interested to see the, the full findings and everything to, to see how we can make it work. So, yes, you've summarised there, Fiona, why you, you are what, been looking forward to the report, to the review. Is it particularly around the whole area of linking up and joining up? Yeah, I, I think so. But also I'm really, obviously, really keen to get support in terms of resources into the areas that need it. You know, so it, it, if the council, you know, and thank you. Thank you, Pam, on behalf of, you know, for the council to to commission the report, because I think without it, we wouldn't be having these discussions now about funding. And, you know, I, I've tried for a long time to go there. And so have various partners in the city, you know, it's not just me, but, you know, it requires a sort of some top level top-down level um, input and I think um, resourcing is critical and I know that's you know true for Leeds Lit Fest where we'll work you know we do this voluntarily even through the organizations that we run so it's all extra to daily life and um, we just keep going because we know it's making a difference um, and you know it'd be lovely now to actually have that recognized and some infrastructure put in that can make it 
you know, brilliant for everybody. And Peter's another brilliant example of all the literature work in the city that he does independently, but also Chapel FM. So, you know, it's like, you know, we, we do link with Chapel FM and Peter a lot, but it's other groups won't know about him and won't know about them. And, you know, it, it's making all of that come together. So um, I'm really very excited to see what happens, Pam. <laughs> Great. Is this a good time for me to come to, come to now speak to and where's the report? So where, where can we yes. access it? Yes, Pam, where's the report? <laughs> A couple of words that I said at the, um, in the early part of the interview, um, Fiona, I used the word responsible um, and um, I also used the word daunting. Um, and so I had to think about really how we put the report out there, particularly in, um, in the current economic climate and in the now well-published, well-spoken about kind of really financial challenge that the council really finds itself in. Um, so we, the, the report is with us and, and we will publish it. Um, but in order to, before we did that, what we wanted to do was number one, um, digest and really understand what we as a, as a council are able to do as part of this. Um, and I hope that we could articulate that when we put the report out. But actually I thought the report needed some infrastructure around it as well. So um, you, you may be aware that the council reviewed its cultural grants programs um, anecdotally um, because we don't actually have the data the data yet but anecdotally um, re, um, creating a framework that enables um, parts of the sector or, or people in the city that enables them to really apply for funding really from the council and so we've spent the year in fact a whole year reviewing our grants program and in October we launched the Leeds Cultural Investment Program with different tiers, um, um, with um, you know, underpinned by an ambition that we want to diversify um, in all senses of the word, um, who applies for grants and where the benefits really um, of those grants go, with, go you know, where they go in the city. So now that that's live, um, we thought that that's a really crucial part of the framework really for this for this um, for this report. Um, another element um, of, of infrastructure that was also needed, um, in fact, that was critical, was um, a website. So culture programmes didn't have a website, so we didn't have a platform from which we could talk about literature or publish the report and, um, and, um, and track, I think, you know, just set a response to it. So we now have a website that was launched again in October and we've spent um, the last six months really building and creating that. Um, now, neither of those things is, is going to do everything that we would want to do and we need to do really around this report. Um, but, but we thought that they were critical to have in place. Um, otherwise, we'd be just sending something out, you know, into the ether and not knowing what the responses are um, and not being able to direct people both in the city and beyond to, to the industry that we have. And so the aim now is to publish the report in, um, by the end of November. Um, so it chimes really well with the Writing on Air Festival. Um, and we'll publish that really on our, um, on our, on our I can say that now, on our um, new web, website. Um, so it will be available there. Um, but before that, 
um, shortly before that, I aimed to circulate it, certainly to all of those that, that took part in, in, the, the, um, in the study itself and to those partners in the city to make sure they're aware of and, and also can play a role in, in this story of literature and writing really for the city of Leeds. Once the report is published, Pam, will we get a chance to come together and, you know, have a sort of debrief with you or a discussion, you know, as in bring the bring the sort of literature organisations together as you've just done for the cultural investment programme. I was there and I, I find it really, really helpful. And, uh, you know, I think it's um, definitely a, a, a positive move for, for everybody. So I think that was great. Um, but yeah, is there any plan to do that? Um, so there's no plan for us to do that. Um, but actually, I would welcome that. It'd be great um, to have that come from the sector, whereby the council is now brought to the table to have the conversation around the future of, of, of literature and writing in the city. So absolutely open to an ongoing conversation and, um, and you know, further deep dive on the areas um, around the support that might be needed. And we will be open about, you know, what we can do, um, you know, particularly if it equates to us working differently um, but we'll also be honest and open really around what, what we can't do and what what we would encourage the sector to do in terms of sector leadership we started the the um, the interview by by talking about the profile of, of Leeds culture being largely around performing arts um, and and I can say wholeheartedly you know speaking for, for colleagues within the council that it's really important that the industry has voice um, and brings its voice to us. Um, and I'll hark back to now 10 years ago, um, you know, when, when Leeds decided that it would bid to become a, a, a European capital of culture. And it made that decision um, actually based on the voice from the sector. And so what we need, what we want to do is really empower that voice and empower dialogue with us really around um, you know, what the future for culture in the city um, is, not least as part of our, the legacy of least 2023. So, yes, please, please convene. Please invite us to the table. Can I just come back on that? Um, completely get, you know, absolutely right. But actually, maybe the council does need to do it because you've got the resources to actually host the meeting. You know, get oh, we can, yeah, we, we can provide that. We will yeah. provide the space. And um, what's really tricky um, is that I think when the council selects, it can be perceived as exclusive. Okay. Um, and so it's it's just finding that balance of, of really just, you know, who's in the room and who we're speaking to uh, and always thinking about, you know, how can we make the, the conversation transparent so that it's it's open to, to others, such as broadcasting. We can, oh, we... We can, we can find a way. <laughs> well, we could always host it at Chapel FM, if you like, yeah, and actually... broadcast it. Peter, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. It is. Let's do that, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get talking about when that might be. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, Pam, you wanted to add something as well. Um, just a, a few points, really, on the recommendations. So, there were ten recommendations to to the council, um, which all of which we 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 welcome. Um, what um, what should be noted, and I'm sure what what is known, is that many of the the recommendations aren't um, aren't just specific to literature, and actually are specific to 
to um, the creative sector more broadly. And so as we read them, we are thinking about literature, but then we're also thinking about the, you know, how we respond to benefit um, culture and creativity across the city more broadly. Um, and so that is a really helpful um, thought process really for us to work through. Um, but if I can um, maybe give you a few updates on some of the things that, that we are doing. So I've already talked about the infrastructure that we're building around this report, the review of our grants programme and relaunching a new one. And we will be tracking who applies um, and at the same time developing a programme of taking that advice giving out into communities um, to, to help to ensure that we can diversify the, the applicants into our grant. Um, the um, connectivity is a real challenge. Um, it's a challenge for the writing sector, but it's also a challenge for independent practitioners really across the city. And so we are working with the West Yorkshire Combined Authority um, and with Arts Together to look to see whether we could broaden those networks to welcome in um, you know, parts of the industry that aren't currently um, connected. Um, and so um, rather than creating a new network, uh, of which there are, there are many in the city of Leeds, it's how do we streamline and work with what we've got to make sure that they're more representative of, of, of culture and creativity more broadly, um, and especially to make sure that they are appealing to um, independent um, the independent sector really in the city, which is, I mean, the independent sector for us um, are the vibrant, when we say Leeds is a vibrant, vibrant, creative city. Um, they are the vibrant, and so we need to think about how we serve them. Um, and another recommendation spoke to um, higher education collaborations, and that is going to be really key, because I think there's lots of, lots of opportunity, I think, to work with um, the six higher education institutions across the city more than we currently do. But beyond higher education, I think there's huge scope for, for more collaboration. Um, but at the same time, recognising that that um, all our voices are equal in this field. Um, and so we are we are open as a council and we are invested in culture and we want to really encourage those voices to come to us and really tell us really what what they need and what they want to see for culture in the city. And I hope as part of the Leeds 2023 legacy that we will continue those conversations and open them up really about what the future of culture um, is for the city of Leeds that puts literature up there as a front runner rather than, than standing behind um, you know, the really rich and celebrated profile we have around performing arts. So thank you so much to Pam, to Claire and to Fiona for talking to us. Uh, and we really look forward to the report when it comes out around the time of this broadcast during Writing On Air. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you.